Hello and welcome to Law Pod, episode 20. I am Lee Hedgebantelis, the principal of Bryden's Lawyers. Now today we're gonna to do something a little different. We have with us two special guests, both of whom are employees of Bryden's Lawyers and both of whom have been with the firm for a little while now and both of whom occupy slightly different but somewhat similar positions and I'll let them explain that themselves shortly. Now firstly, I would like to welcome women first, Isabel Solo, welcome Isabel. Thank you very much. And Mustafa Al Kafaji. Thank you very much, Lee. Thank you both for agreeing to do this. In fact, did you have a choice, or were you asked to do this, or were you told? I was asked. And you, yeah, Isabel? Definitely asked. No, no compulsion, completely voluntary. Very voluntary. Okay, because we're very keen on that here at Brian's Lawyers. <laughs> we don't want to be compelling anyone to do anything. Now, Mustafa, you are a first-year solicitor. Is That's that correct? correct. September 2019. So September 2019. You're in your first year, and Isabel, you are studying. I'm nearly finished. Okay. This is my last day of study. Oh, congratulations! Yeah, thank you very much. And looking at admission when? In May, if they're all still going ahead. I don't think so they I will don't... be. No, we received notification yesterday that I think all admissions for this year up until about June yeah. have been deferred. So, so we'll have to see what happens there, but... Uh, that's indeed regrettable. Well, look, 30 plus years ago, I was you both in the sense that I completed my studies and was admitted as a solicitor in, I think, April of 1989 it was. And I can recall how exciting it was to complete those studies and then to become admitted because it really is the crowning glory of years and years of commitment. Mustafa, tell us, how was it for you finishing your studies and being admitted as a solicitor of the Supreme Court of New South Wales? Especially during that moment that you get admitted from the judges speaking to you, that all the pain and tears that you had through studying paid off on that one moment. And then it's just complimentary the work that you do over here. And your family was with you at your admission? Certainly. I felt like I made my parents proud and it was a good moment. Uh, there's no doubt about it. I mean, I can recall the same thing for me. I mean, I was the first of my family to ever actually go through university and graduate and become admitted as a solicitor, let alone in any other profession. So it, it is a very proud moment. And for you, Isabel? I am very excited to be able to finally say that I'm finished studying everything, probably the same as you. Just, it'll be such a good feeling to go to the Supreme Court, sign the role and finally I guess be a part of the profession. Yeah, look, it is an achievement, something of which you should be both very, very proud. Mustafa, why law? Why did you choose law? Coming from a third world country, I just feel like I see everyone being oppressed and I just chose the career of trying to protect the people's rights that are being oppressed and that can be in many forms, in protecting their rights from insurance companies or even protecting their rights from business or even criminally. And you, Isabel, what was the attraction? Is it something that you always wanted to do? It's actually not. I actually dropped legal studies in year 11 and 12 and then completely did a backflip. Sort of the old cliche, I wanted to do something meaningful with my life help people who need helping and I thought this is a good way to do it and I thought it would be a really rewarding career which it has been so far. Excellent. All right. Now both of you work in different divisions within Bryden's Lawyers. Isabel you work in superannuation and TBD. Yes. How did you get into that? I have previously worked in personal injury. I think like a lot of people I didn't know too much about TPD but I knew that it would be a way that I could help people who need helping. All right. Are you enjoying it? Definitely. Right. Now, Mustafa, you are, of course, a young solicitor in our common law division. Your interest in common law, has it always been there? Is it something you fell into or how did it come about? It's always been there, but I feel like through the time 
at Brighton's, it's gone even more because the cases that you get, you have clients that are severely injured. The other day, we just had a case where some client cannot smell, hear, or even taste anything, which really makes you work even harder. Look, I agree. I think, uh, particularly in the area that we practice in, which is primarily personal injury, whether it be common law claims or even superannuation TBD claims, if you don't have that empathy for the people that you represent, I think it's going to be a struggle for you. I don't think ours is not a clinical cold profession. I regard it very important that you do generate that empathy and that sympathy for clients. And if you can't put yourself in their position for the purpose of trying to help them out and understand their position and walk in their shoes to some extent, then I think it would be difficult for you to, to serve their interests. And I'm glad from my observations that both of you have that empathy and are, and are definitely a credit to this company. How did it come about that you ended up at Bryden's Lawyers? Now, I'll start with you, Isabel. Now, I don't want you to mention any previous firm's name. We're not giving anyone else publicity. But how is it that you came to Bryden's Lawyers and why did you choose Bryden's Lawyers? I have always grown up in this area. Bryden's Lawyers is, I would sort of say, like a household name. It's a, it's a law firm that I always knew of. And then I guess from the time that I started studying law, it was somewhere that I wanted to work, somewhere that I knew of only having a good reputation. And yeah, I couldn't really think of another place to work locally that would be a better fit. Well, I do like the sound of a household name. So there's Google, Coca-Cola, Amazon, and Bryden's Lawyers. Lawyers. Is that how That's it works? It. <laughs> All right. And you, Mustafa, how did it come about that you came here? I was working towards the goal of working here in the sense that I'm a big football fan, rugby league fan specifically, and through the sponsorship of Bryden's Lawyers, that was my goal and thankfully I've achieved my goal and that's where I am now. So let me get this right, you came to Bryden's Lawyers because we have a significant involvement with the rugby league. That's correct. Well at least you're honest. <laughs> I liked, well, I must say though, I did like Isabel's answer much, much better. I am told that according to a recent national profile of solicitors, according to the Law Society of New South Wales, there has been a 33% increase in solicitors aged 24 or younger since 2014. Now, I must say, I find that somewhat surprising. That was my profile, of course, I was very young. I came straight out of Sydney University and was admitted. But my experience has been over the last 10 or 15 years that most people are more mature aged in terms of their studies or they study part-time and it can take longer. I do find that a very pleasing and satisfying stat. Does that surprise either of you that younger people are now keen to get into law? Is it a quote unquote sexy profession? <laughs> I would say somewhat, yeah. I mean, when I was going through uni, the majority of people that I was studying with were my age. Everyone straight out of school and then straight into it, I guess. And I think now law degrees can be shorter. Like I know a few people that have done it in three years and then, you know, get admitted and start practicing. Whereas a lot of the time, maybe previously you have to do a double degree, takes standard five years. Whereas now I think it can be a little bit shorter and that could explain why lawyers are getting younger. Uh, what about you, Mustafa? Do you, do you think it is a career or profession that attracts the young? Is it still regarded highly so from your perspective amongst your peers and your friends? It certainly is. And I feel like the explanation for that sudden rise of the young solicitors is because of the alternative pathways available to pursue a law degree and become a solicitor. Uh, I agree. There's so many different ways. I mean, when I studied, of course, I think there were, there were three universities that offered yeah, law degrees, I think it was. And then there was the SAB as well. Yeah, that's right. There's only three. And there was the SAB, of course, through the Law Society and that was it. That was the only way you could become a solicitor. And of course, if you didn't get the marks through the HSC to actually become accepted in the university, you didn't do it. You had to reset the HSC or find some other way of doing it. But it's very different now, of course. There are so many avenues, of course, to achieve your qualifications to become admitted as a solicitor, which is just incredible. I must say that I do have some concern about being able to complete a law degree in three years. I don't want them shortcutting it too much. There are still some basic elements yeah. of the degree that people have to learn and understand. I can understand four years, of course, or four years yeah. full-time study or the like, or five 
five years part-time, whatever the case might be. But there has to be that basic understanding across all areas of the law, I think, that the young ones need to know before entering into that space. And just picking up on what Mustafa said as well, a law degree is a very good degree to have, even if you don't want to practice law. You can get into, you know, like merchant banking or finance or whatever the case might be. It's a very highly regarded degree. And I know from our corporate sponsorships that a lot of lawyers are involved in sports administration. Many of the CEOs and chairs of various sporting organisations that we deal with are lawyers by trade. It is a good degree to have, there's, there's no doubt. Back to your roles though within Bryden's Lawyers, there must be some aspects of the job that you love and some aspects of the job that you perhaps don't love as much. Isabel, tell me, what, what is it about your job that really draws you to what you do? Yeah, I think it goes back to what we were talking about before. In my job, every client that we deal with has some kind of disability, which on one hand is difficult to deal with. A lot of the clients we see are really quite disabled. We've got some terminally ill clients, which is something that's hard to deal with and you always empathise with that. But on the flip side, it's very rewarding to be able to help these people, to give them some kind of good news to help them in their lives and I think it's just the rewarding aspect of my job which is really something that draws me to it for sure. And you Mustafa? So the hardest part of the job I would feel is the long hours however that is succeeded by how they have the hard work that you put in for the clients and at the end of the day the end result and the satisfaction they give to the client is the happiest thing that you do as a lawyer. Oh, okay well look I agree with all of that as I say we go back to that point about being empathetic towards your clients and actually achieving an outcome for them where you can see the changes their lives professionally, but most importantly, personally, it's very, very uh, rewarding. All right, what advice would you give to someone who is interested in studying law and, and practicing as a lawyer? Isabel? I would say persevere. It doesn't get easier, but you learn how to cope with the workload. Like when a lot of people I know dropped out in the first few years of studying law, because it's a lot, but definitely persevere. You'll get through it and it definitely does get easier to manage. And you, Mustafa? Similar answer. Be very passionate about it and always, always, always plan ahead. Because if you fail to prepare, prepare to fail. All right, well, final point, and I suppose this is for the purpose of promoting yourselves and the firm itself. Tell me, why should someone consider coming to Bryden's Lawyers if they have a claim or a case? Why would you recommend Bryden's Lawyers? Personally, I would recommend Bryden's Lawyers is because the resources available to the firm, that could be the, the experiences of the files they have, experienced solicitors. We have more than just a handful of accredited specialists and the firm always has an open door policy, so it's always available. And you, Isabel? Since I've been at Bryden's, I mean, the people that I work with are some of the most caring and genuine people and everyone knows their jobs really well. So whoever handles your case at Brighton's, you know that it'll be in good hands and they will genuinely care about your problem and helping you. Well, thank you both for that. That's, as I say, very illuminating from my perspective as your employer. Look, I want to thank Isabel and Mustafa for joining with me today for LawPod episode 20. I hope you both enjoyed it as well. Definitely. Did. Thank all you right. very much. And thank you all for listening to LawPod episode 20. And if you have, as I say every week, any particular subject matter that you would like us to address, please email us directly at lawpod at and ensure that you follow us on all our social media platforms, whether that be Facebook, Twitter or Instagram. So again, thank you very much to Mustafa and to Isabel and thank you all for listening and goodbye for now. <music>